You're listening to Run, R-U-N, Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. As pastor of the Smithton Outpouring and the Kansas City Revival, Steve is a leading voice of revival worldwide. Steve shares his life-changing encounters with God, along with biblical teaching that equips you to experience and lead lasting revival. Come, run with Steve and expect God to revive us now. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast to Revive Us Now, and I'm so glad to have you with us, and we're going to talk about revival, everything we can think of about revival, and today I'm in uh, John chapter 4, and I've been reading about the, you remember the Samaritan woman at the well, great, great story of revival, where she says, come meet the man who told me all that I am, and so she goes in to tell the town about him and they all come out to see him and a great revival among the Samaritans breaks out. So it's a right now revival. She says, come now. And and I'm, I'm putting the word now in, but come now and meet the man who told me all that I am. And like I said, so it, a revival breaks out. Now that word now, I put it in there on purpose because if you keep reading, then the disciples, when all this is going on, the disciples, they'd gone to get food for themselves, I guess, and Jesus, and come back, and they're urging him to eat. And he, he says this wonderful line, uh, my food, he, he's, he says he doesn't need the, to eat right now. My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. And, you know, you read your Bible, it doesn't get any better than that, to say my, my food is to do the will of the one who sent me and to finish what he sent me to do. What a great line that just sums up what it means to be a follower of Jesus, a believer in God, a New Testament Christian, or whatever you want to call it. This is my food. I'm getting nourishment by doing the will of God. There's, a, there's something coming in me. There's something that's exploding out of me. There's some kind of nourishment, strength, revitalization, re, you know, happening inside of me by doing the will of God and continuing until I finish the work that's been given to me. And then he turns right around and, and mentions this, seems like out of nowhere, this line, don't you have a saying it's still four months. Now, this is New International Version. Don't you have a saying, it's still four months until the harvest? Now, I brought my phone here uh, with some other scriptures because NIV, for some reason, just kind of changed it around the translators. And so I went and read all the, uh, so many translations. I read a bunch of other translations. So NIV says, don't you have a saying, it's still four months until harvest. Don't you have a saying? But all the other ones I found, New, New American Standard, do not say, you do not say there are still four months. Uh, the Amplified Bible, do you not say it's still four months? The standard, don't say. The other one, don't you say it's still four months? So it's a little stronger by putting it on them saying, this is what everybody says. We've got four months to the harvest. Now, there was a specific time of harvest, so he's, it's not being outlandish for him to say that, that they had locked in. Of course, he's talking about two different harvests. They'd be thinking about the, you know, the natural harvest, right? And he's saying, everybody says there's four more months, and then comes the harvest. But I tell you, he says, you need to open your eyes all right, you need to open your eyes. That means a, that's a spiritual term. Now, we're not going to look here at the natural harvest. We're going to open our eyes. Open your eyes and look at the fields. Well, 
they're probably thinking, well, my eyes are already open and I'm looking at the fields. But he said, no, no, no. You got spiritual eyes. Get them open. Look at the fields. And he says, they are ripe for the harvest. And so he sets a time frame on them. And a lot of times we can miss what he's saying because we don't back up and read the whole chapter. I've uh, heard a lot of sermons on that and good evangelistic sermons where they just say, you know, now is the time for the harvest. You know, don't say this. The harvest is now. The reaper is out there. And we miss the impact of it, though, that most churches are going to miss when it comes time for revival and miss the heart of God and how revival really works. So as we talk about the woman at the well and the Samaritan, they have all that great conversation. As I already said, then uh, she rushes into town and says, come out now. Because see, he's at the well. He's, this is their opportunity. He's not going to sit there two or three days, two or three weeks, two or three years until they're ready to have a move of God, right? It's right now. She says, come now and see this man that told me everything about myself. Surely he is a prophet. And, and they, whoo, they rush out there and, and a revival breaks out among the Samaritans. So now we keep reading and all of a sudden, if we read all these other translations, it's a little bit stronger. It says, do you not say or don't say. I, I think up here, even the King James is even stronger version. It says, don't say. Don't say there's four more months because that's what everybody's going to say. He says, there's not four more months. And he says, it's, the time is now. Even, he said, even now, the one who reaps draws a wage in the harvest for the crops. So if you put those two together, the Samaritan woman uh, produced by going in town and declaring it kind of produced a now revival. Now, you got to get out there now and see him. Down, they said, it's to do the will of God. That's what my food is to do the will of God and finish his work. But don't say you got more time. Don't say you got four more months. He says, it's now. He says, I'm, I'm doing the will of God now. I've been sent to do the will of God now and finish his work now. Even now, there's a revival starting in, in, among the Samaritan people. Because she said, come and see now. Well, <clears throat> that's not what we have in most uh, churches today, even revival positive churches we got some negative ones but even revival positive churches that say they want revival they miss the now moment and they miss that uh, how how to respond to a revival see they're just waiting on god and so here there the, the, he says don't 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 wait and say you got four more months four more months to the harvest and then harvest will come and god will bless us he says uh-uh when you look with spiritual eyes you open your spiritual eyes don't listen don't wait here's the problem with religion i've been in this a long time maybe you have too uh, I've worked at denomination. I worked at a denomination. I grew up in a denominational church. I worked at a denominational church. Then I, then I got licensed and ordained through a Pentecostal denomination, the Assemblies of God. I got that, and then I went non-denominational and stuck with that because I just just did stayed friends with everybody, but but uh, and fellowshiped with them. But just thought that was the best uh, track for me, and. And yet, through all those experiences of different churches, and I tra I've traveled all over the world, hundreds and hundreds of churches all over the world, and they all seem to have one thing in common. Even the ones who say they want a move of God, they want revival, they, they want to see a, a renewal, whatever you call it, you know, revival, renewal, refreshing, whatever, whatever. All of them that talk positive about it do the same thing. 
They always give themselves more time. More time. And that's where they miss it. No matter what's going on, they always say more time. And here Jesus is saying, stop giving yourself more time. In the natural, you might look out there and say, well, we got, we got four more months. We can uh, get ready for the harvest, whatever we need to do, get ready. And Jesus said, no, lift up your eyes, open your eyes, and look at the spiritual harvest and stop giving yourselves more time. You need to make your move now. And that's why people don't realize, because they don't know that, they don't realize that you want a move of God, make your move now. Get on your face. Cry out to God. Get some people to lay on their face before God. Cry out between the porch or the altar. And, uh, you know, repent of not just living a, a, a lazy, worldly life. Repent of not having even the desire to serve God. Going to church with such little desire, little love, little time. So distracted by wanting to do so many other things with your life. And then kind of God's things are down at the bottom of the list. You want to move a God, put it at the top of the list, right? Seek first the kingdom of God. Put him as your first love. You want revival, put it at the top of your list and say, and, until you get to the point where you can say, I can't live without a move of God. I can't live without the presence of God. I don't want to go one more day without, especially if you're in the ministry, That's you, you could set that thing on fire, your church on fire. When you come to the place or if you're a leader in the church, it doesn't have to be the pastor, some kind of leader, worship leader, deacon leader, you know, whatever, board member leader, but you come to the place where you start telling that church, say, could I have a minute here and get take that microphone and get up there and say, listen, I've come to the conclusion I can't wait. I can't wait for a move of God. I can't wait one more day. I got to have this and I'm going to start now and, and anybody want to join me? Let's fall on our faces now and start crying out for revival. Let's start, stop singing the same old songs over and over and over and getting nowhere, right? Let's take some time and start praying. Let's set our priorities. Let's repent for not having any interest in the things of God and wanting to, so much entertainment and so much fun and so much pleasure and so much food. Let's set ourselves apart for God's use only and let's cry out for revival and let's start right now. Just like that woman said, come now, come and see Jesus. Now the prophet who told me all about me. And that's the wonderful thing. You start getting before God and he'll start talking about you, all about you and what you can do to become a great vessel of revival in this world today. So I just wanted to tell you about that when you start crying out for revival and you check your church and other church churches, other ministries, go, you know, online, offline, on TV, wherever, radio, wherever you listen to people that preach revival. They write books about revival. They talk about revival, but they always give themselves more time. That's the difference. And Jesus said, nope, stop saying you got more time. Stop saying you got four more months. Realize you can trigger this thing when you don't give yourself any more time and say, I got to have what God's got now. Come and see now. She said, come now, now. And you get some now people. There are not very many now preachers. There's a lot of someday preachers. There's a lot of someday churches. There's not very many now churches that are willing to respond to God now and say, we're going to start building. The, I mean, even if it doesn't fall like a fireball today, you start laying the foundation of hunger. You start searching now. You start setting your priorities now saying, we're going to go and we're going to start going for God and we're going to go for a move of God and the presence of God 
And we're going to start by going now. And that's the difference what I see among most churches that are never going to have a move of God and those that will, is those that will do not give themselves any more time. They say, I got to have a move of God now. Great lesson in revival. Thanks for visiting with me today, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. Push the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and spread the word on social media. For more episodes and resources, go to reviveusnowpodcast.com. Until next time, keep on running for revival. Revival.